Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Elkanah Ostern. Meseches Yevamis has been dedicated in honor of Rabbi Aaron Kaufman, Rosh Yeshivas Ateres Shmuel of Waterbury. Daf Pei Zayin. We'll start with the beginning of the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Basis Royal Shenises Lekoyein Toichal Bitrumo Meis Velohi Menu Ben Toichal Bitrumo Nises Lelevi Toichal Bemeiser the Mishnah says that a Bas Yisrael that gets married with a Koyen, it's mutter for her to eat Rumo. And if the Koyen died and she has a son from this Koyen, it's also mutter for her to continue to eat Rumo. And the same thing says the Mishnah applies Levi. If the Bas Yisrael gets married to a Levi, she is mutter to eat Maiserishoin. And if the Levi died and she has a son from this Levi, she could continue to eat Maiserishoin. We see here clearly in the Mishnah that the Mishnah holds, like Rab Meir, that Maiserishoin is Osir Lazorim. And therefore the Bas Yisrael could eat Maiserishoin only if she's married to a Levi or she has a son from the Levi. We find in the Rambam, in Perek Aleph, Milchois Meiser, Halocha Beis, at the Rambam writes, and I'll quote the Loshon HaRambam, Meiser Rishoin mutor ba'achile l'Yisroel, u'mutor l'ochloi betumo, she'imboi kedusha klal. We see Mephorosh in the Rambam, that the Rambam paskins not like Rameir, and the Rambam says that Meiser Rishoin is mutor l'zorim, and it has no kedusha. Come the Achroinim, the Kesef Mishneh, and the Mishneh Lemelech over there on the Rambam, and the Orchel Ner here in Arsugye, and ask on the Rambam, why does the Rambam paskin not like Rab Meir? We have here in our Mishneh a Stam Mishneh that goes like Rab Meir, and also Le'el on Daf Peheomud Beis, we have another Stam Mishneh that goes like Rab Meir. So since we have two Stam Mishnayis that go like Rab Meir, L'choyro, the Rambam should have paskin like Rab Meir, that Maiser Rishoin Osr Lezorim. Answers the Mishnah Lamelech that the mocker of the Rambam was from Daf Tzadik Aleph Omud Aleph in Pereko Ishorabo. The Gemara on Daf Tzadik Aleph Omud Aleph explains Pshat in the Mishnah in the beginning of Ishorabo. And the Gemara over there could have explained the Mishnah by saying that the Mishnah goes according to Rab Meir. And in spite of that, the Gemara there says a different Pshat in the Mishnah in order that the Mishnah can go also according to Chachomim that hold that Maiser Rishoin is Mutter Lazorim. So we see from the Gemara over there, it says the Mishnah Lamelech that the Gemara does not want to explain the Mishnah like Rab Meir. So we see from the Gemara that the Aloha is not like Rab Meir. That's the Mokoyer of the Rambam. That's the Teretz of the Mishnah Lemelech. We find here in the Oruch Laner that he says a different Teretz. The Oruch Laner says that even though we have here two Stam Mishnayis that say like Rab Meir, but on the other hand, says the Oruch Laner, we find in Dmai, in Perek Hey Mishneh Aleph, and also in Perek Zain, Mishneh Aleph, Beis, and Gimel, that the Mishnah is soisem mefurish, not like Rab Meir. So it comes out that we have in Dmai four Stam Mishnayis that are not like Rab Meir. 
Therefore, says the Orchaner, that that's the mocker of the Rambam, and that's why the Rambam Paskin's not like Rab Meir. We'll go back now to the Mishnah. The Oruch Laner asks that L'choyro, we have here in the Mishnah, stira between the Reish of the Mishnah and the Seif of the Mishnah. From the Reish of the Mishnah we see that if a Basis royal gets married to a Koyen and the Koyen dies and then she gets married to a Yisroel and the Yisroel died and she has a son from the Koyen and also a son from the Yisroel the Aloha is that she could not eat Trumo. Even though Isha Bas Yisroel that has a son from a Koyen is permitted to eat Trumo, but here since she also has a son from the Yisroel, the son from the Yisroel causes that she could not eat Trumo. That's what we learn from the Reisha of the Mishnah. Says the Orchlaner that L'choyer in the Seif of the Mishnah we see just the opposite. In the Seif of the Mishnah we see that Abbas Koyen that gets married to a Yisroel and the Yisroel dies and then she gets married to a Koyen and the Koyen dies and she has a son from the husband that is a Yisroel and from the Koyen. The Mishnah says she continues to eat Rumo because she has a son from the Koyen in spite of the fact that she has also a son from the Yisroel. So it comes out that we have here a stira between the Reish of the Mishnah and the Seif of the Mishnah. In the Reish of the Mishnah we see that the Bas Yisroel that has a son from a Koyen and a son from Yisroel, she does not eat Trumo because she has a son from the Yisroel, in spite of the fact that she also has a son from the Koyen. On the other hand, in the Seifa we see that a Bas Koyen that has a son from a Yisroel and a son from a Koyen, she is permitted to eat Trumo because she has a son from the Koyen, in spite of the fact that she also has a son from Israel. So says the Orchlaner, we have your stira from the Reisha to the Seife of the Mishneh. Comes the Orchlaner and says two beautiful terutzim. The first terutz is that there is a big distinction between the Reisha of the Mishneh and the Seife of the Mishneh. The Reisha of the Mishneh is speaking Legabi Abbasis Royal. Abbasis Royal that got married first to a Koyen, and the Koyen died, and then she remarried and got married to a Yisroel, and then the Yisroel also died, and she has now two children, one from the Koyen and one from the Yisroel. So since the ratio of the Mishnah is speaking Legabi Abbasis Royal, and Abbasis Royal Mitzad Atzmo, she is usher to eat Truma. And the whole reason why we have a tzad that she should be able to eat Truma is because she has a son that's a Koyen. But Kenege, that son, she has also a son that is a Yisrael. So therefore, we have the son that is a Yisrael, Kenege, the son that's a Koyen. And therefore, we say, And therefore, she could not eat Truma. On the other hand, in the Seifa of the Mishnah, we're speaking of Gabi Abbas Koyen. Abbas Koyen mitzad atzmo, she's royal trumo. If she has no children at all, she's choyzer lebeis of trumo. So therefore, since she also has a son, that is a Koyen. So in spite of the fact that she has a son that's in Israel, we say that the Bas Koyen is mutter trumo. 
Because we have your two reasons to say that the Bas Koyen can eat Rumo. One, that she herself is a Bas Koyen and Mitzad Atzmo, she's Roi Lachilas Trumo. And another reason is that she has a son that's a Koyen. On the other hand, there's only one reason to say that she could not eat Trumo, and that is because she has a son that's a Yisrael. So we say that the two reasons that permit the Baskoyen to eat Rumo overcome the one reason that does not permit the Baskoyen to eat Rumo. That's the first teretz of the Orochlaner. Another teretz says the Orochlaner that the distinction between the Reish of the Mishnah and the Seif of the Mishnah is that in the Reish of the Mishnah, the Basis Royal first got married to a Koyen, and after the Koyen died, she got married to a Yisroel. So her last husband was a Yisroel. So we say that since when she was married to the Yisroel, she became Osir in Achilles Trumo. So even though the husband that is a Yisroel died, since he has a son that is also an Yisroel, we say that the Matzev does not change. Since when she got married to the Yisroel, she became Osir in Achilles Trumo. And now she has a son from that Israel. We say that the situation remains the way it was, and she continues to be Osir in Trumo. On the other hand, the Seifa of the Mishnah is speaking that the Baskoyan first got married to the Israel, and after the Israel died, she got married to the Koyen. So her last husband was a Koyen, and then when the Koyen was living, she had a heter to eat Trumo. So we say that even though the Koyen died, since the Koyen left a son, she had a son from that Koyen, then we say that the situation does not change, and the heter that she had to eat Rumo while her husband that was a Koyen was living remains, since she still has a son from that Koyen. That's the second teretz of the Oruch Laner. Continues the Oruch Laner and says, that we have a big nafkemine between the two terutzim. One nafkemine is, what's the din? A bas koyen that first got married to a koyen, and then the koyen died, and only then she married a Israel, and then the Israel died, and she has two sons, one from the koyen and one from the Israel. So according to the first teretz, comes out, that since we have your two reasons, two sibis, to say that the Baskoyen could eat Rumo, one reason since she's a Baskoyen, another reason is since she has a son that's also a Koyen. So we say that the two reasons that she could eat Rumo overcome the one reason that she could not eat Rumo, and therefore she's permitted to eat Rumo. But according to the second terrorist comes out, that since the last husband that she had was a Yisroel, even though the husband died, since he left a son that is also an Yisroel, so we say that the situation does not change, and therefore she's ushered to eat Rumo. That's one nafkemine between the two Teirutzim. Another nafkemine, says the Ruchlaner, is in a case that a Bas Yisroel first got married to a Yisroel, and he died, and then she got married to a Koyen. And the Koyen also died, and she has two children, one from the Israel and one from the Koyen. So, according to the first teretz of the Orochlaner, comes out 
that here, since she's a Bas Yisrael and Mitzad Atzmo, she has no heter to eat Ruma. And the whole sad that we have that she should be able to eat Ruma is because she has a son that's a Koyen, but Kenega that, she also has a son that is a Yisrael. So we do not say that the son that is a Koyen overcomes the son that is a Yisrael, and therefore she's Osir Bachilas Truma. On the other hand, according to the second terrace of the Orochaner comes out, that since here her last husband was a Koyen, and when he was alive she was muttered to eat Truma, Therefore, we say that even though the Koyen died, the situation does not change since she has a son from that Koyen. And therefore, she continues to eat Rumo. That's the second Afkimine that says the Oruch Laner. Continues the Oruch Laner and says that from the Rambam and Perek Vov Mitrumois Halocha Yutes, we see like the second Teretz. And I'll quote the Loshon HaRambam. Bas Yisroel, shenises le Yisroel techilo, veyesh lo mimenu ben, vechozro venises le koyen, oicheles bitrumo. Meis velo mimenu ben, oicheles mipnei bnoho achroin, sheharei hu maachilo, kmoi shehechilo oviv. Says the Ramam clearly that by a Bas Yisroel that got married first to a Israel, and the Israel died, and then she got married again to a Koyen, and the Koyen died, and she has a son from the Israel and also from the Koyen, says the Rambam that Allah is, she's able to eat Truma. Why? Since when she got married the second time with the Koyen, she became Mutter and Achilles Truma, even though the Koyen died, since the Koyen left a son, so she continues to eat Trumo. So we see clearly from the Rambam, says the Laner, like the second Teretz and not like the first Teretz. We'll continue now the Gemara. The Gemara says, Rav Pope Omar, Milechem Ovio Toichal, Lechem Hakonui Leovio, Prat Lechoze Veshoik, the Mishulchan Govoya Kozochu. Says Rav Pope, that the reason why a Bas Koyen that got married with the Israel and the Israel died and she had no children from the Israel, she goes back to eat Rumo, but she does not go back to eat Chose Veshoik, is because we darshan the Pasuk that says, Milechem Ovio Toichal, Lechem Hakonuli which means Lechem that belongs to the father that's a Koyen, Prat Lechose Veshoik, the Mishulchan Govoya Kozochu. And we're memait Chozevishoik, since Chozevishoik is not konui to the koyen, just the koyen eats bidin shulchan govoya kozohu. Says Rashi, and I'll quote the Loshan Harashi, Trumo hi knuyola koyhanim, sheeno shiore shulchon melech, avol shiore kochim, harei hein kemasas. Me'eis pnei eloikim shehein shiorei shulchonoi. Says Rashi clearly that the pshat in the Gemara is that Trumo, the Koyen, he eats mitzad, that the Trumo is konoi to the Koyen and he's a bailim gomur. On the other hand, Chose Veshoik is not konoi to the Koyen 
and the Koyen eats only Midin Shulchan Govoya Kozochu. We have mentioned in the previous shear the tremendous Chidush of the Asvun Doiraise, that he's Medayek from the Rambam, that this concept that we say by Kochim, that Mishulchan Govoya Kozochu, we also say by Trumo, that also Trumo, after the Bailim is Mafrish Trumo, we say that the Koyanim Mishulchan Govoya Kozochu. Comes the Asvun Doiraise and asks on the Rambam from Ergamor that we just learned. Here we see Mefurish, not like the Rambam. We see here clearly that only by Kochim, by Choseve Shoik, we say the concept of Mishulchan Govoya Kozochu. But by Trumo, we say that the Trumo is Konui to the Koyen, and the Koyen is a Bailim Gomur on the Trumo. Therefore, the Asfun Deiraiser remains Betzorachiyun on the Rambam. We'll continue now the Gemara. The Gemara says, Omar Avade Bar Ave, Tane, Kshi'i Choizeres Leveisovio, Choizeres Letrumo, Veeno Choizeres Lechoseve Shoik. Says the Gemara that a Bas Koyen that got married with a Israel and the Israel died, then she goes back Leveisovio to eat Trumo. But she does not go back Levesovio to eat Choseve Shoik. On the other hand, says the Gemara, Bishvil Beno, Choizeres Af Lechoseve Shoik. But a Basis royal that got married with a Koyen, and then the Koyen died and she got married with a Yisroel, and then the Yisroel also died and she has two children, one from the Koyen and one from the Yisroel. So in the meantime, she could not eat Rumo and also not eat Choseve Shoik. But if the son from the Israel died, then says the Gemara, she goes back to eat Rumo because of her son that she has from the Koyen. And not only Rumo, she also goes back to eat Choseve Shoik. Continues the Gemara and says, Ozal Rav Mordechai, Omro Leshmaitse Kamei Ravashi. Omar mehecha komisrabio miubas miadifolo minamino. Asks the Gemara, how could it be that Abbas Israel is better than Abbas Koyen? The whole mocker that Abbas Israel goes back to eat Trumo is from the Pasuk that says by Abbas Koyen. So how could she be better than Abbas Koyen that we say that Abbas Koyen does not go back to Chosev and Abbas Israel goes back to eat even Chosev Eshoik? Answers the Gemara, Hosom Ksivi Miutei, Hochaloi Ksivi Miutei. Says the Gemara that since the mute that is Memait Abbas Koyen that she does not go back to eat Chosev is mentioned only in the parsha of Baskoyen, we say that only a Baskoyen does not go back to Lechoze Veshoik, but a Bas Yisroel that goes back to eat because of her son, she goes back even Legabe Chose Veshoik. I saw in the Tal Toiro of the Goen Remeir Arik Zechot Tzadik Levrocho that he says that the Gemara here is very difficult to understand. We find in the Gemara in Zvochim, on Daf Memches Omud Beis, that the Gemara there says, a klal, and I quote the Loshon HaGemara, Heichon motzinu tofel chomur minoiker, and explains there Rashi, and I quote Loshon Rashi, Dechol dover halomen michaveiroi nikro hamelamed iker. Therefore, we have a Gemara in Zvochem that says that any 
drasha that is a tafel liikar, which means that if we have a mafurish aloha, and from that mafurish aloha we darshan another drasha, the drasha that we darshan cannot be more chomer than the ikar limud. So says the Tal Torah, from our Gemara, we see not like the Gemara and Zvachim. In our Gemara, we see that even though Lechoiro Bas Yisrael that goes back to eat Chose Veshoik because of her son that is a Koyen, that's only a Drosho. And the Iker Posik of Uvas Koyen is speaking Legabe of Bas Koyen that she goes back Lebeis Ovio to eat Rumo. So comes out that Abbas Yisrael is only a tofel le'iker to the Bas Koyen that she's a iker. And in spite of that we see here in our Gemara that the tofel is more chomor than the iker. Since the Bas Yisrael goes back also to eat Chozeve and Abbas Koyen does not go back to eat Chozeve so Lechoira says the Tal Torah, we have a stira here between the Gemara and Zvochem on Daf Mem Chesomot Beis and our Gemara, and the Tal Torah remains with the Kashe. We'll continue now the Gemara. The Gemara says, Tonu Rabonon, Veshovo El Beisovio, Prat Lushemeres Yovom, Kineureo Prat Lemuberes. Says the Gemara that a Bas Koyen that got married with the Israel. And the Israel died, and the Baskoyen is Kukol Yibum, even though the Yovam was not Miyabem yet, she is Osur Betrumo. Another Drosha Digmora says, the Postuk says Kini Ureo, which means that if the Baskoyen that got married to a Yisroel, and the Yisroel died, and the Baskoyen is pregnant from that Yisroel, we say that she could not go back to eat trumo. Asks the Gemara, "Valoi dinu uma bemokim shli osa vlad minorishoin ki vlad minasheni lepoitro minayibum osa uber ki yolud mokim sh osa vlad minorishoin ki vlad minasheni leposlo minatrumo einoidin shenase uber ki yolud." Asks the Gemara. What do we need the pasuk of Kinureo to be memait muberes? We know that muberes does not go back to eat rumo mitzad a kalvachoimer. We have a kalvachoimer from yibum. Ma yibum hachomur shaloi osa vlad minorishon kivlad minasheini lepoitro minayibum. And in spite of that, we say osa uber kiyolud. Which means that Yevoma, if she's pregnant, she's potter from Yibum, just like if she gave birth already to a baby. Mokoim sha'oso vlad minarishoin kevlad minasheini lepoislo minatrumo legabi baiskoyen. That goes back to each rumo, which is chomur. And we say that vlad minarishoin has a din of vlad minasheini lepoislo minatrumo. Einoidin shenase uber kiyolud. Then for sure we should say legabi trumo that if the baskoin is muberes, she has a din as if she already gave birth to a baby, and therefore she should not go back to trumo. That's the kasha of the Gemara. Al kolponim we see her from the Gemara. That legabi yibum, it's poshet that we say uber keyolud, which means, and I'll quote the lashon harashi, also uber kevlad sheim hoisom uberes 
פטורו דכסיב בין אין לוי, אין אולוב בכל עניונים. So we see clearly in the Gemara that if the Yevama is Meuberes, she has a din of Keyolud, which means as if she already gave birth to a baby and she's Potter from Mitzvah's Yibum. Come as Rabbi Kiveiger and Agoes Meloi Horoyim and ask a tremendous kasha on the Gemara. We find in the Gemara the Eil on Dafla Medvovo Mudalef that the Gemara there says clearly that Vlad Einoi Poiter Ad Shiyetzi Le'avira Oilom, which means that the Yevomo is not Mutro Loshuk only when the Uber is born, when the baby is born, but when she's pregnant, she's also Loshuk. So how could the Gemara here say that Uber Keyolud? That's the Kashe of Rabbi Kiveger and the Meloya Royim and the Remain Betzorechiun Al Divrei Hagemora. We'll continue now the Gemara on Omud Beis. The Gemara says, Omar lei Rav Yehudo midi askarto lerovo, loi nase meisim kechaim leinyan yibum mikal v'choymer. Says Rav Yehudo midi askarto lerovo, why is the halocha that if the Yevoma had a baby from her husband, and when the husband died, the baby was still alive, we say that even though afterwards the baby died, she's still potter from Yibum. Says Rav Yehuda Midas Karto that L'choyro, we have a Kalvachoymer that tells us that if the baby died, she should be Chayev now in Yibum. And the Gemara goes on to say the Kalvachoymer, and then the Gemara answers, Talmud Loimar, Derocheo Dar Chinoyam, Vechol Shaloim. We find in the Achroinim, in Shuvis Noido Biyudo Tinyone Chelek Evonoezer Simen Kuf Nun, and in the Yashrish Yaakov here in our Sugye, and also in the Koivetz Eores Simen Vov Sifkotn Ches, that they all ask on the Gemore, what's the Havamina of Rav Yehudo Midaskarto to say that we do not say Meisim Kechayim? And also, why do we need the Pasuk of Drocher Darchei Noyam to teach us that we do say Meisim Kechayim? We have Mefurish Gemara Le'el on Daflamed Omudalef, and the same Gemara we find in a few places in Yevomis, that the Gemara says, Omarav Yehuda Omarav, Kol Yevomo She'ein Ani Koirebo Beshas Nefile Yevomo Yovoyo Leo, Harei Ke'ishes Ach She'ish Labonim Ve'asuro. So we have Mefurish HaAlocha in the Gemara that any Yevomo that Peshas Nefila the Yibum she is potter from Mitzvah Yibum so she gets a din of Eishes Ach Sheish Labonim and she continues to be potter from Yibum Loilam Voed even if the reason why she became potter goes away since she still remains potter from Mitzvah Yibum. If so, what's the Havamin here in our Gemara of Rav Yudo Midaskarto to say that we do not say Mesim Kechayim, and what does the Gemara have to come on to the Pasuk of Drocheo Darkei Noyam? That's the Kashe of the Achroinim. Says the Noy de Bihudo, a Teretz which is a little bit doichak, and he says that we must say that according to the Havamini here of the Gemara, that we do not say Mesim Kechayim, then Enochanami the Gemara here did not know the Alocha that we learned Le'el and Aflamid, what Rav Yudo Marav says that Kol Yevoma Sheinani Koyrba Beshas Nefila Yevoma Yevoyoleo Harei Keishes Ach 
Sheishlabonim Vasura. The Gemara here in the Havamina did not know that Aloha of Rabbi Yude Omarav. And therefore, the Gemara here had a Havamina to say that we do not say Mesim Kechayim. That's the Teretz of the Noidib Yehuda. As we said before, that the Teretz of the Noidib Yehuda, Lechayra, is a big doichak. We find in the Koivetse Ores that he says a very interesting Teretz on the Kashe. And he says, that what we learned in the Gemara Le'eil on Daflamodum Udalif, that Rav Yehuda Marav says that Kol Yevomo She'einan Yikoyirbo Beshas Nefile Yevomo Yovoyoleo Areikeshesach Sheishlobonim Vasuro, even though that Lechoyro this halocho that Rav Yehuda Marav says is a halocho Lemoishem Yisinai, but says the Kovitz Ores that this halocho we say only when the Isha is in a matzav of Nefilo Liyibum which means that her husband died and she has no children, so she is in a massive of Nefila Yibum. And in spite of that, there is some kind of a reason that she is potter from Yibum. So we say even if afterwards the reason that she was potter went away, she's still potter from Yibum. That's the halacha that Rav Yudomarav says. But in our Gemara, in our case, that the Yevoma, when her husband died, she had a baby from the husband. So, Bishas Misa Sabal, she was never in a matzav of Nefila Liyibum. Since she had a baby from her husband, we regard that as if the husband is still living. So, she's not in a position in a matzav of Nefila Liyibum. Therefore, if afterwards the baby, the son, dies, there was a Havamina to say that now she's Noifel Liyibum. Therefore, we need the tam of Drochea Darchenem to tell us that in spite of that, she's potter from Yibum. That's the beautiful teretz of the Koivetz Heores. We have learned now in the Gemara that the reason why we say that Mesim Kechayim is because of the posik of Drochea Darchenoyam. Explains Rashi in Dibura Matchil Drochea Darchenoyam, and I'll quote the Loshon Harashi. Vizu Shehoyolo ben veloi nizkeko liovom venisei slashuk umeis beno im toimar tachloitz harei hi misgano al bailo hilkach al korchacho bein einloi bishas mise koomar varei yeshloi explains Rashi that the darki noyam here is that since this isho she was mutter bishas nefilo liibum lashuk and she got married, if we'll say that we do not say Mesin Kechayim, will come out that even though now the Isha is a Eishas Ish, she would still need a Chalitza from the Yovom. And without a Chalitza from the Yovom, she would be usher to her husband. Therefore, says Rashi, that's Drocheo Darcheinoyam, in order that she should not be Mizgane al Bailo. It's Mashma Luchoyer from Rashi, that if we would not have the Allah of Drocheo Darchinoyam, we would say that even though the Isha now is the Ashes Ish, she would need Chalitze, and the Chalitze would be matter her even though she is now an Ashes Ish. On the other hand, we find in the Ritvo, and I'll quote the Lajan Haritvo Talmud Loimar Drocheo Darchinoyam, Pirush, Veim Ein Ato Oise Mesim Kechayim, Ein kan noyam vesholoim, de kshieshlo bonim tinosei, u kshiomus haben, teitsei, vetehez kukoliovom, 
וכי תמה שטח לא יצא אפילו כשיש לו בונים קודם שתינוסי מפני חשש זה באויד שיש לו בונים אין חליצוסו כלום קל וחומר מן החולוץ למעוברס אבל כשנעשה מייסים כחיים עוז נסיבי סאו של תוירו שולם says the ritvo a little bit different than Rashi. The ritvo says that the dark inoyam here is that if the isha b'sha'as nefila liyibum, she had a baby from the husband, we say that she's muter lashuk and she got married with someone else and then the baby died. If the halacha would be that the husband now has to be megarish her and she is mechuyev now b'yibum, that's not dark inoyam. Says the Magia on the Ritvo that Lechoira we see from the Ritvo not like Rashi, that the Ritvo holds that if the Yavoma got married Le'echad Minashuk and then her baby from her first husband died, then she could not get Chalitza in a position that she is an Ashes Ish, the Chalitza from the Yavom won't be Chal. The only way that she should be Mutter to her husband to her second husband would be if the husband would be megarisher and the Yavom would do chalitze and only then the chalitze would be chal and then if she wants she could get married again to the second husband. But when she is in a position of Aishas Ish we see from the Ritvo that the chalitze of the Yavom won't be chal. So we have her L'choyro Yestoidistike Machloikes between Rashi and the Ritvo. What's the din? Could the Yovam do chalitze to the Isha when she is in a matzav of Aishas Ish or not? According to Rashi, it's shaykh to do chalitze even though the Yovama is in a position of Aishas Ish. But according to Ritva, if she is in a position of Aishas Ish, the Yovam could not do chalitze. I would like to end off this shir with a tremendous chiddush that I saw here in our sugya that the Karen Oira brings in the name of the Noida Bihuda. The Noida Bihuda says that if the Isha was Nivalter husband right before the husband died, and the Zera was Niklat in the Isha only after the husband died, then says the Noida Bihuda a tremendous chiddush. Even though this Isha is pregnant from her husband, still she is chayev b'mitzvah yibum. And even after the baby is born, she is still chayev b'mitzvah yibum. Since Bish'as Misa Sabal, when she was noifel yibum, the Zera still was a niklat in the goof of the Isha, so she was noifel yibum and she is mischayev b'yibum, even though she has now a baby. That's the tremendous Chiddush of the Noide Bihudo. Comes the Karen Oiro and is choilek on the Noide Bihudo. And the Karen Oiro says, and I'll quote the Lashen of the Karen Oiro, Dinoi Tomua, Deheichon Motzinu Yibum, Shaloi Bemokim Nachalo, Vizea Ben Yoyushoi Vaochiv Miyabim. Says the Karen Oiro, according to the Noide Bihudo, comes out that we have a Chetimtse that there's a mitzvah yibum on the Yovam, but Lagabe Yerusha, the Yovam is not Yoresh since the son is Yoresh's father. Says the Karen Oiro that that cannot be. 
Another Kasha asks the Karen Oiro on the Noide Behudo, and I'll quote his Loshan, Vaoid, the Hokol Mem Yoim, Lav Vladu, Elamaya Bealmo, Bafiluochi, Lav Baschalitze, Vibumi. Says the Karen Oiro that according to the Noide Behudo should come out even a bigger Chidush. That even Aisha, that Bishas Nefila the Yibum, she's already pregnant. If she's holding before 40 days from the beginning of the pregnancy, since the Zera is called Maya Be'alma, so we should regard her as if she's not pregnant and she, be, she should be Mishayev Be'ibum. Therefore, says the Karen Oira, we could not say like the Noide Be'yudo, and the gather is. That if Dover, the Isha has a zera from the Baal, she is not Mishayev in Yibum. The tenth parak, parak Isha Rabba. The parak talks about a woman whose husband went to Nina Sayam. Adam testified that her husband died and she's mutter to marry. And it turned out the aid or the Adam were liars and she really was still an Ashes. She wasn't allowed to remarry. So the parak talks about all the different halachas that apply to this woman. And before we start explaining the Mishnah, we have to understand why is this parak v'chalalim sechtsivamis? What does that do with Yibum? So Tysus writes that since in the previous parak it mentioned the halachas of women that are apostle to eat truma and to eat meiser, and in this Mishnah there's a knas that if a woman remarried shleikadin, she may not eat truma or meiser. So. Because of that halacha, the Mishnah started saying these halachas in this Masechta. Another pshat mentioned in the Mepharshim is that the Mishnah says, what happens if the first husband or the second husband that she married, Shleikadin, died? So the halacha is, the brothers do chalitza, not yibum. Once there's a mention of a halacha of chalitza and yibum, atu, that halacha the Mishnah brings, the rest of the halacha is applying to this woman. And the Mishnah says, Aiden came with Omrullah Mace Bailech. They told her that her husband died. Vinissus and she married based on what they told her. Now, the Nukiasev is Medayik, the Lashon of Omrullah, that Aiden told her. The halacha is that even an Eid Echod can tell her that her husband died and she's much to marry. So he says, Islav Dafka. Sometimes it means in Yachid, and the Mishnah says, the Lashon Rabbim. The Taisus Yantif wants to say the Chidushin Va'amrullah is, even though it was Aid Me P, Aid Me P, Aid, it wasn't just one Aid who said it. He heard it from somebody else who heard it from somebody else. So you might think that's a weaker Aidus. Kamash Malon, that's enough of an Aidus to matter her to get married, even though you might think that's a weak Aidus. The Tfaris Yisrael says another answer. The Lashon Amru is to tell us that if there were two people but there were Psalay Aidus, it'll have a din of an Aid Echod. And all the crosses will apply to her. It's possible for them to be more than one aid, and Silla has a din of an aid echod where the knosses are applicable to her. That only makes sense to say that's the chiddush according to the shita that holds that if there are two aidim who are made, that she's considered an anusa, and therefore the knosses don't apply to her. However, we hold that even if there were two aidim that were made, that she was allowed to marry, and she remarried based on their edus. And it turned out it was a false Eidus. She still gets the entire list of Knossos. Therefore, there's no Nafkamina in this Chedosh. Now the Mishnah says Venissus. She got married. That's when she gets this whole list of Knossos. If she just was Miskadish to the second husband based on the Eidus of the Eidim, the Mishnah later on, on Daf Tzadik Bey, says that there is no Knas and she may return to her first husband. Now the Chedosh is Nisus. She made Nisuin 
even though she wasn't nivel, she never lived with him as a husband and wife, she just made Nisuin, the Rifa says that still she gets all the Knossos. And the Marshal and Yamshel Shlomo explains, because it's close enough to doing an Avera of a Bia, therefore Chazal already cancelled her in such a situation, even though really she did not do any Avera. Now one of the Knossos that the Mishnah mentions is that she doesn't get Exuba, not from her first husband and not from her second husband. Now the Rashba deals with the Shiloh, what's included in the word Exuba. Normally in Masech Ksubas, when we say the word Ksuba, it includes also money that she brought in as an adunya that the husband promised to give her back when she leaves his house. So the Rashba first understands that when she doesn't get Ksuba from her husband, it does not include the adunya. If she brought in X amount, he has to give that back to her. That's not included in the Knas. And the reason is because the Gemara says, why do we say that she doesn't get Ksuba? Because she shouldn't be easy for him to take her out of the house, and here we want him to divorce her. But that doesn't have to do with the Nadunya. The Nadunya is money she brought in, she should take out and she should get back. However, the Rashba proves from the Gemara that says that her children don't get Ksubas Benin Dichrin. That means that her children, if she dies, do not yarshin her Nadunya, and her husband keeps it. So you see that even though the Nadunya is something she brought in, Still, we can't send her children not to get it, so for sure, we don't allow her to get her nidunya. That's part of the knas. If there's kalim that are be'en, there are kalim that are still around, that she can get back. Now, the ritva also holds like the rashma, that she doesn't get back the nixat barzal and the nixat melug. It stays by the husband. The ritva asks, though, what we mentioned before. Since the Gemara says the reason she doesn't get her ksuba is because the husband shouldn't have an easy time having her leave his house. And since we want him to divorce her, Chazal encourage that actually and say that he shouldn't give her a ksuba, but this has nothing to do with it. This is a chayv that the husband has to the wife. So why would we say she doesn't get it? The Ritva answer is, since it's under the general headline of ksuba, it's called ksuba, so it's part of the takana, even though really it doesn't have the same rationale as the rest of the ksuba. The rest of the ksuba makes sense that she shouldn't get because Chazal were masak and ksuba, that she should stay in his house and here Chazal want him to divorce her. The Nixim Malug is just a chayv. The Nixim Tzarem is just a chayv. Still, since this Nadunya is generally written into the Ksuba, it's called Ksuba, and it goes under the general title of Ksuba, which Chazal counts in there not to get. And therefore, it includes also the Nixim Tzarem and the Nixim Malug. The Mishnah continues with another class, Einla Blois. She doesn't get worn-out clothes, the way Rashi explains. Even though she brought in clothes for Nixim Tzarem and the husband took a chayiz to pay her back the value of these clothes when she leaves his house. Still, since she's constant, she doesn't get it back, and it stays by the husband. The husband keeps her used clothes. Now, it comes out, according to Rashi, there's a bigger knas by a woman who married based on Edim more than a woman who is Yitzis Meshum Shemra. There's a Mishnah in Ksubis that comes out that a woman who left her husband's house because she was Mizana, she also gets constant with many things. She doesn't get her ksuba. However, blois kaimin, the blois, the clothes that she wore, that are nixim blug, that are still around, that she takes with her. That she keeps. He doesn't have to give her the rest of her ksuba, but the blois kaimin, the clothes that are still kaim, she takes home. And the Rashba explains that really Rashi holds that we're machmer over here more than a woman who was mazana. Because you see, they were geyser mamzeris on her children. And they asked her to eat in Maiserishan if she's a Levia. And they weren't geyser that. 
by a woman who leaves her husband's home because she was mazana. So you see, we were more machmer canceling this woman over here than we were machmer to cancel a woman who was actually mazana. So that's why, according to Rashi, she loses her blois kaiman. Even the clothes that are still around, she also has to leave by her husband. However, the Rashba argues, and he understands that the Mishnah that says that she doesn't get blois, it means that was bola, that got ruined. But if their clothes are still around, then of course she takes it with her. And he proves it from the Gemara later on. The Gemara says the reason she doesn't get mezoinois or blois is because tnaiksuba kiksuba. Blois is tnaiksuba. And just as she doesn't get her ksuba, she doesn't get her tnaiksuba either. Now, clothes that are still around, that are totally destroyed, is not tnaiksuba. It's hers because it belongs to her. She brought it there. Of course, she doesn't have to leave it by her husband's house. The Ritva also goes with the same approach, not like Rashi. The Mishnah continues, One of the customs she gets is that she doesn't get payers. According to Rashi, it means that if her second husband ate payers, she cannot ask him to reimburse her for it. However, Rashi and Gitan explains the words of the Mishnah of Einlo Payers means that he doesn't have to redeem her. If she gets captured, Allah is normally that one of the Tanoi Ksuba is that the husband has to pay ransom for his wife. He eats the pears of the Nitzim Lug, and for that, he must be paid her. He must pay her ransom. If she's captured, over here, since Chazal made a Takon that she doesn't get Tanoi Ksuba, they cancel her, therefore, they do not have to ransom her. And the Ritva proves that's Pshat on the Mishnah because the Gemara says, why doesn't she get payers? Because Tanaik Suba kicks Suba. That makes much more sense if we say that the Mishnah is telling us that he doesn't have to be paid there. He doesn't have to keep his Tanaik Suba. Just like she doesn't get a Suba, she doesn't get the Tanaik Suba. Now that's clear that even according to Rashi, she cannot ask him to reimburse her the payers that he ate while he thought he was her husband. However, if after the first husband came back, the second husband still continued eating payers, of course, for that she can ask him to reimburse her. Now the Mishnah continues, If she stayed with the second husband, the child is a mamzer. If she goes back to her first husband, the child is also a mamzer. Now, there are a few different ways to understand the mamzers that the Mishnah is talking about. Thesis writes that when it says her child is a mamzer, from the second husband, doesn't mean only before the first husband gave a get, where the child will be a mamzer of the Arisa because she's an Eishish. It means even if the child was conceived after her first husband gave her a get, still that child is a mamzer of the Rabbanon, and the re proves it just like the child that she has with her first husband is going to be a mamzer, and that definitely is going to be only a mamzer of the Rabbanon. She's definitely not the Isra Eishish to her first husband. And still, she has a child. The child is a mamzer. So we see that it really is not dependent on the Isra of Ish. The Mishnah says that the child is a mamzer from her first husband or her second husband across the board, even after either husband gave a get. That's the Pashtus Mashmoas in Taisvis. And that's how the Chalkis Bechaykik writes to explain Taisvis. We'll see soon it's not that simple. The Taisvis Chad Mekamoi writes exactly the opposite of Taisvis. Teisach HaVikamoy understands that after the Gerishin, there's no Mamzeris at all. That means that in the case where her first husband gave her a get and she had a child with her second husband, the child is not a Mamzer. That that the Mishnah says, that the child from the second husband is a Mamzer, is only if she had a child with him before the first husband actually gave her a get. Likewise, 
And to be more accurate, certainly, in the reverse case, where she had a child with her first husband, after the second husband gave her the get midrabon and the chazal were mistaken that he has to give her, the child will definitely not be a mamza. The mamzeers that we say in the Mishnah, that if she has a child with the first husband, the child is a mamzer, that's only before the second husband gave her a get midrabon and she looks like an ashes ish. Therefore, the child she has with her first husband before her second husband gave her a get is going to be a mamzer. But after the second husband gives her a get, the child from her first husband will definitely not be a mamzer. Now the Rambam's Mahalach is a third Mahalach, somewhere in the middle. When she has a child from the second husband, even after the first husband gave her a get, that child will be a mamzer forever. It makes no difference if it's before or after the first husband gives her a get. It will make a difference whether the child is a mamzer with the rice or with the After the first husband gives her a get, the child won't be a mamzer with the rice anymore. The child will just be a mamzer with the But the child will always be a mamzer from the second husband. From the first husband the Rambam holds, the child will only be a mamzer if the child is conceived before the second husband gave her a get. After the second husband gave her a get, the child is not a mamzer. So, again, according to Taisvis, before a get, after a get, first husband, second husband, it makes no difference, the child will always be a mamzer. According to Taisvis Chadmikamoi, after Gerishin, whether it's from the first husband or the second husband, the child will not be a mamzer. If it's before Gerishin, that she has to get a get from both husbands, if she did not receive that get, whether she has a child from her first husband or she has a child from her second husband, without getting the other husband's get, the child will be a mamzer. If it's from the second husband, before she got a get from the first husband, the child is a mamzer with the If it's having a child with the first husband before the second husband gave her a get, the child will be a mamzer with the rabbanon. According to the Rambam, it's a middle road. From the second husband, the child will always be a mamzer. If it's before the first husband gave a get, the child will be a mamzer with the If it's after the first husband gave a get, the child will be a mamzer with From the first husband... Then, before the second husband gave a get, the child will be a mamzer with the rabbanon. After the second husband gave a get, the child won't be a mamzer at all. What's the lump of the smachlaikis? We have to clear what is the reason Chazal said the child is a mamzer. We can explain it simply as a knas. There's a whole long list of knasis that the Mishnah is masakin on this woman who married Shleikadin. One of the knasis is that she has a child from her first husband or her second husband, the child will always be a mamzer. And that's L'chair Taisa's understanding. Taisa says that even after the first husband gave her a get, and even after the second husband gave her a get, if she has a child with either the first husband or the second husband, the child will be a mamzer. There's another way to understand the din mamzeers that Chazal said on the children of this woman. In order for her to marry her second husband, after her first husband comes back, she definitely needs a get. Medir Isa, she's an Ashish Ish. In order for her to marry her first husband, Chazal were masakin that she has to get a get from her second husband. If she has a child before she gets any of these gitten, their children will be mamzerim. If she needs a get midiraisa, the child will be a mamzer midiraisa. If she needs a get midirabonon, like in the case that she needs a get from her second husband, the children will be mamzerim midirabonon if she doesn't get a get from her second husband. The reason that there is a mamzerus is not a knas. The reason there's mamzerus is because She's an Aishish Ish. She's an Aishish Ish to the second husband because she's still married to her first husband, Medir Aisa. She's an Aishish Ish to the first husband because Medir Abon and Chazal said that she has to get a get 
from her second husband. Therefore, she's an anxious ish towards her second husband with the Arisa, towards her first husband with the Rabbonam. A child that comes out of an anxious ish is a mamzer. If she needs to get into the Arisa, the child's a mamzer with the Arisa. If she needs to get into the Rabbonam, the child's a mamzer with the Rabbonam. After she gets a get from her first husband and she marries her second husband, true, she's not allowed to, because I'll cancel her. But if she has a child, the child won't be a mamzer. She's not an anxious ish. True, after she gets a get from her second husband, Chazal still did not want her to marry her first husband. But if she has a child from him, there's no Ashes Ish anymore, Midra Bonon. Therefore, the child won't be a Mamzer. That's the Sheetah's Taisis Chad Mekamoi, that after there's Gerishim, there's no Mamzerus, because the Mamzerus was not a Knast. The Mamzerus was because she was an Ashes Ish, either Midra Ish or Midra Bonon. The Rambam goes in the middle road. He understands that the Mamzerus from the second husband is a Knast. And that lasts forever, even after she gets a get from her first husband. However, from the first husband, the only reason, if she has a child with him, the child is a mamzer with the Rabbanon, because she looks like an anxious ish, because she still has to get a get from her second husband. Once she gets a get from her second husband, she doesn't look like an anxious ish anymore, and therefore a child she has with her first husband will be kosher, and not a mamzer with the Rabbanon, once she gets that get from her second husband. The Beishmuel learns that's also... Pshat and Taisus. We mentioned Taisus before, according to the Chalkis Machaikik, that Taisus learns that it's Mamzer in any case before a get or after a get. According to the Beishmuel, Taisus is learning like the Rambam that Mamzerus from the second husband is a Knath, and that happens even after she gets a get from her first husband. However, Mamzerus from a child that she has with her first husband is only because she looks like an Aishas Ish, and therefore after the get that she gets from the second husband, a child that she has with the first husband won't be a Mamzer. Now the Gemara goes on to prove from the Mishnah that Eid Echod is believed. Our Mishnah is talking about an Eid Echod and she may marry someone just based on the Eidus of this Eid Echod that said that her husband died. Now Taisus asks, why does our Mishnah call it that she got married Alpi Bezdin? It's clear at the end of the Mishnah that's called Alpi Bezdin. Why is that Alpi Bezdin? She's mutter to be saimach, to rely on the Eidus of this Eid Echod. Menatayr, at least in the Gemara's Havamina. So why does the Mishnah say that it's called that she asked Bezdin? She had a right to rely on the Eidus of Eidecho, just like she has a right to rely on Eidus of two Eidim. And there, that's not called Alpi Bezdin. Obviously, when she's relying on the Eidus of one Eid, it's, she has to go to Bezdin and get permission. Taisus asks, why is that? So Taisus answers, because sometimes an Eidecho is not really entirely believed. We find that there are places where an Eid Echot doesn't have no honest. Therefore, she has to go to Bezdin to get permission. And Taisus says more than that. Taisus asks, why do we cancel her? If she had a right to rely on the Eid Echot, like two Eidim, so the same way we're making by two Eidim, according to some Shittas, we should be Saimach Lahakal, even when she relies on one Eid, that she had a right to rely on Menatayr. So Taisus answers still, have a little Medak, even though the Tayr believed Eid Echot, still she should have been more careful. Now it comes out of Taisus that Taisus clearly understands that in the Havim of the Gemara, an Eid Echod is Nemon Medirais to matter this woman to get married. However, the Shittas Harashba is clearly not like that. The Rashba is Medaik from the Gemara. The Gemara says that we see the Mishnah is talking about an Eid Echod. We see an Eid Echod is Nemon. Alma Eid Echod Nemon. We see an Eid Echod is believed. Later on, when the Gemara tries to bring a Makar, a source for the Halacha that Eid Echod is Nemon, the Gemara brings the Mishnah by an Eid Echod that said that 
somebody ate chalav, and the Gemara is medayik that if the person that he was being made about was quiet, the eight echod is namon, and the person must bring a carbon. So the Gemara says, Alma eight echod mehemun medirayso. The other Gemara says that you see an eight echod is namon minatayra. The Gemara throws in that word medirayso. Before when the Gemara is going on our Mishnah, the Gemara doesn't say an eight echod is namon medirayso. The Gemara just says an eight echod is namon. The Rashma is medayik from there that the Gemara never had a havamina that in our Mishnah an eight echod is namon medirayso. It's a davar shabeirva. There's no way an Eid Echel is going to be Namon. And from the fact that we consent by one Eidim, we don't consent by two Eidim, again, we see from there that the Namonus of the Eid Echel is only Midirabonon. And the Rashba is also Midayik, like Taisus asked in his Kasha. Taisus asks, why when she relies on two Eidim is it called Shalai Bershus? And when she relies on one Eid, it's called Bershus Bezden. Why does she need Bershus Bezden if Menatayur and Eid Echel is Namon? So therefore... The Rashba explains, of course, an Eid Echad is not Neman Menatayr to be Matar and Eishas to get married. What the Gemara means is, if we find anywhere that Menatayr and Eid Echad is Neman, it's feasible for Chazal to say that for Eitzayrech, for a need, they can believe in Eid Echad even Midrabanan to be Matar and Eishas However, if we don't find anywhere Menatayr that an Eid Echad is Neman, there is no way Chazal are going to be able to be Matar and Eishas Ishli Alma without an Ammonus that the Torah ever recognizes. Therefore, of course, the Gemara says, it means It's only later on where it's not that the Gemara says, because on our Mishnah, there really is no reason to believe that it's just a Takano. But we can't make that Takano without finding somewhere that is Takano. Therefore, when the Mishnah says, Eid Echod is Nemon, it's Taka only Bershus Bezdin. And therefore, they only canceled in a case of Eid Echod, because that's Midir Abonon. The Kitzar Taisus learns in the Gemara's Havamina that the Nemonus of an Eid Echod is Minatayra. And she has to ask Bezdin, because sometimes an Eid Echod is not Nemon. They canceled her, even though he's Nemon Minatayra, because she still should have been more careful. The Rashba learns that the Nemonus is, of course, only Midir Abonon. And therefore, they canceled her by Neid Echod because it's an Amonis for the Rabbanon. And therefore, she has to ask Bezin because Menatayra and Neid Echod is definitely not an Amon. Now, after the Gemara brings the Mishnah of Eid Echod Oymer Achal to prove that Eid Echod is Namon B'Yisurin, the Gemara says, no, maybe the Amonis over there is only because Shtika Kaido. And the Gemara brings a Raya that it works out Shtika Kaido and not because of Eidus. From the halacha that Shnaim Aimru Achal to Chaylev, two Aidim said that he ate Chaylev and the person who they testify about is Makhish. He denies it. According to Rameyer, he's Chayev to bring a carbon based on the Aidim from a Kavachaymer. If Aidim can kill a person based on their Aidus, they definitely can force him to bring a carbon. And Echom argued because he could say, Mezid, oh, you see. He could say he ate the Chaylev and Mezid, therefore he does have to bring a carbon. The Gemara proves from this that 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 he has to bring a carbon when an Eid Echot said that he ate Chaylev works out Shtika Kaidah and not out the monus of the Eid Echot. Taisat Napeches on what explains exactly what the Rai is. Al-Kopanim, Shittas Remeir is, as we mentioned, that Eidim can be Mechaev him to bring a carbon. Now Taisat explains, what do you mean they're Mechaev him? If he doesn't want to, he's not going to bring it. So Taisat explains, Normally, we don't Force the person monetarily. Bezdin won't take away his money and buy a carbon for him. 
Because we say, if you don't want the kapara, so don't get it. We know that he's going to want to get a kapara, and therefore he's going to buy the carbon himself. However, over here, he says he's not going to bring. He doesn't think he has to bring. Therefore, we force him monetarily. We take his money, we buy a carbon for him, and that's what it means, Remeyer Mechaev. Because otherwise, they can Mechaev all they want. He's never going to bring the carbon. Everybody knows that a carbon doesn't bring about a kapara without tshuva. Now, this person thinks that he didn't eat chayla. He's not going to do tshuva. So what's the point of forcing him to bring a carbon? As far as he's concerned, he didn't do an avera. He never ate chayla. He's not going to do tshuva. What's the point of forcing him to bring a carbon chatas? So Rebuchan answers Yusayid that that the one needs to do tshuva in order to have a kapara with this carbon, it's not because the kapara is only brought about by both a carbon and tshuva. The kapara is brought about entirely by the carbon. However, there's a din zelach rashaim ta'eva if a person is a rush and he brings a carbon. That carbon is a ta'eva. The fact that he doesn't do tshuva is not because he's missing an ingredient in bringing about the kapara. The kapara is entirely based on the carbon. But if he doesn't do tshuva, it's a puzzle of carbon. He has a din rasha and zevach rasham ta'eva. In a case where he doesn't think that he did the aveira, by not doing tshuva, it doesn't make him a rasha. He didn't do anything wrong according to his understanding. Therefore, even if he doesn't do tshuva because he thinks that he didn't eat the chaylev, the fact is, if he brings a carbon, that'll be enough to bring about the kapara because he's not a rasha. He's not doing tshuva, not because he's a rasha. He's not doing tshuva because he didn't think that he did an avera. Therefore, there won't be a zevach hasham ta'eva situation and the kapara will come about by the carbon alone. V'chalim brings a raya from this from Siri Regalim. Siri Regalim are kawanas that they bring for the tzibur for people who are metami the migdash without knowing b'chalal that they were metami. Now, that person who doesn't know that he was metami the migdash it's definitely not going to do tshuva. He doesn't know they did anything wrong. Still, it's a kapara from the carbon. You see from there that not doing tshuva it does not act as an ikuv for kapara of a carbon. Not doing tshuva makes him a rasha, and a person who's a rasha can not have a kapara through a carbon. However, in a case where not doing tshuva does not render him a rasha, because he doesn't believe that he did the avera, he can have a kapara through the carbon, and therefore we're mechaiv him to bring the carbon. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.